So it's been a lot of talk. Y'all already know we talked about Zach Levine's trade value a little bit, especially with all the rumors circling around his name. But now I want to go ahead and touch on DeMar DeRozan a little bit and what his trade value is around the NBA, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? But you already know. You got to hear the music first. Oh, yeah. Shy Boys Podcast with the Cognac Boys. I'm Cognac Boy Bobby, and I'm holding it down for me and my co-host C-Dub on today's episode. If you like what you're listening to today, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, and shake that notification bell so every time we drop, you'll be one of the first ones to know. Now, I know previously we went on, we talked about Zach Levine and his trade value and what are some of the deals out there to where you'll be like, okay, I definitely think about it, or no, no, no. We can't even do that when it comes to Zach Levine. But my guy, R-Dub, called into the mailbag and really talked about what a, what is the trade value of DeMar DeRozan. I'm going to play that voicemail here shortly. But just right off the rip, before I go ahead and fully dissect R-Dub's voicemail, I think that DeMar DeRozan, if we're looking at the player, he is a player who's going to be relatively healthy. He's relatively durable as a player, and he's a for sure 23, 24, 25-point-per-game uh, scorer, and he can do it. He can go ahead and he can create his own shot whenever the hell he wants to. He can go ahead and make things happen, you know, whenever he wants to. He can go ahead and facilitate on different occasions, you know what I'm saying? The defense is not not it's not terrible, but sometimes you definitely question what what is he doing on certain defensive possessions. So you'll look at DeMar DeRozan on defensive end and be like, come on, Brody. But you definitely seeing when DeMar DeRozan get ticked off, he will rise to the occasion and at least compete at a higher level, you know, than what is his standard, which is not that bad, but also not that great. So kind of in the middle, a bit shaky, a bit shaky. But then, so if you're comparing him to some of the other great scorers in his league, I will have him right in the mix if I'm keeping it a buck, especially when you talk about the mid-range. Me, I kind of see him in that level of those small forwards. You know what I'm saying? Maybe like a Chris Middleton or something like that. Definitely better than Tobias Harris, by the way, if anybody want to go that route. But that's just a personal opinion. Um, I am definitely will give a lot of credit to DeMar DeRozan and what he has done thus far in a Chicago Bulls uniform. So, you know, just right off the rip, we give DeMar DeRozan one of his his kudos. Definitely an all-NBA player. Definitely an all-star caliber player. Probably a number two on a championship team. Maybe a two or a three. I would like, I, you know. But it is what it is. We know what he can bring to the table. We know he's a prolific scorer. We know he can get to his spots whenever he wants to and do what he do. But now, before we continue and dissect this thing, I want to go ahead and give my man's R-Dub some love by playing his voicemail. So we can count. He threw out a trade proposal out there for DeMar DeRozan, and then I'm going to go ahead and break it down. Here's the voicemail from R-Dub. What's the deal with R-Dub? Check it out. This one might be a reach, but I was kind of looking it up, and like I said, this one might be a reach. But check it out. 
would y'all trade DeMar DeRozan and Lonzo Ball, hear me out, hear me out, to the Clippers for Paul George and and Bones Highland. Now I'm I'm saying hear me out with with the with the Lonzo thing because if we make this trade, it would be next season, meaning they would be getting him for the season after that, which he would be playing twenty four twenty five, hopefully. So maybe L A would bite. I don't know. But I want to know what y'all would think about that. All right. All right. So that's the voicemail for my man, R-Dub, who, who proposed the trade of Lonzo Ball and DeMar DeRozan for Paul George and Bones Highland. Hey, my brother, the trade, first and foremost. No, first and foremost, thanks for sending it in, supporting the channel. Now on to the trade. Boy, R-Dub, you know we usually you know we usually rock with you. Can't speak for Uncle Nissan, but man, if I'm looking at this trade right now, it's totally one-sided. It's totally one-sided, and I don't think that the Clippers will do a trade like this, bro. You get Lonzo Ball, a player, you know, who just went through, you know, a cartilage transplant surgery, and there is no guarantee that he will ever play again. The surgery is pretty much to improve his quality of life without basketball. Can he return? It's very possible. Well, I wouldn't say very possible, but it's possible. So, but typically, this thing takes 24 months to heal. He has two years left on his deal. The surgery happened in March. This guy not playing for no basketball team anytime soon, brody. So I think that's the one thing when it comes to Lonzo Ball. I mean, if Lonzo Ball was healthy, it's something you they should definitely consider. But if Lonzo Ball was healthy, I don't even think you consider the trade. Because I believe that Lonzo Ball is definitely much more better than Bones Highland when it comes to just about everything. <laughs> like He's a better three-point shooter, a better playmaker, a better defender, has a higher IQ. So I just think that you're giving up one of the better players, but that's not your question. So I'm not going to even go down that route. But I hope you catch my drift, my boy. Then when you look at DeMar DeRozan and Paul George, the only knock on Paul George is that he stink, he, he can't stay healthy. Pretty much. He stinks when it comes to being on the floor. But anything else, you probably most people will probably get a nod to Paul George as being the better player. So I can kind of get what you come get where you're coming from to compare those two. But I think that as of right now, if we going off everything that we know, I don't even think AK will be interested in Paul George, to be honest with you, simply because, bro, he can't stay healthy. He can't stay healthy. And right now, the PTSD that Lonzo Ball has caused over this organization <laughs> has, it, yeah, it made it difficult for, for the Chicago Bulls to do things like this. So even consider taking on other players with a long history of injuries, bro. Because Paul George, correct me if I'm wrong, he hasn't seen or played in a playoff game since the bubble year, bro. That was 2020. That was three years ago. Every single year, we, not we, because I've been a doubter of the Clippers for a very long time. Since the bubble, when they blew the 3-1 lead, I have not said, I have not came into no season and said that the Clippers are title contenders. 
They be playoff contenders, but not title contenders simply because I don't trust them when it comes to health. I don't trust them. And that's, you know, it's another topic for another day, but I don't trust these guys when it comes to health. And that's just something that that would be an investment I'm not willing to take because though I will say Paul George is the more prolific scorer and he could definitely give you a different type of offensive scoring game, he won't be there. DeMar DeRozan can damn near give you the same averages, at least scoring-wise, and he's going to be there more often. You already know, Ardo, we talk about it a lot. The best, is it the best ability, is availability? Something like that. You know what I'm saying? I hope you catch my drift, Brody. But that's what it really comes down to. So, yeah, I just think that with all the PTSD, the Chicago Bulls fans have suffered from Lonzo Ball, Derrick Rose, and many, many other people. Yeah, you just can't do this. But I think that to gauge DeMar DeRozan's trade value, I think that DeMar DeRozan's trade value is to get a couple role players and maybe a pick or two. I don't see him, I don't see the Hall being as great as if, if the Chicago Bulls were to trade Zach Levine. Now, Zach Levine, get in there. You got you gonna get multiple role players or or a potential all star with more with multiple picks simply because I think it's just the age difference. You know what I'm saying? I think it's just the age difference, really, because everybody know that DeMar DeRozan, he's gonna play about at a minimum 65, 70 games, bro. You know what I'm saying? So that's what it really comes down to. When you think when you think about that, but I wanted to pull up something real quick and look at the DeMar DeRozan trade to the Spurs. So uh that'll be something I know when the Bulls committed the sign and trade, they sent out Thaddeus Young, uh future first round pick and two second round picks. So that's kind of like so that's kind of like the value. You know what I'm saying? That DeMar DeRozan has, if we looking at it right now. One role player, and I guess three picks. So in multiple picks, they had Bulls got Thaddeus Young. I mean, the Spurs got Thaddeus Young. A first and two second round picks. So three picks, you know what I'm saying? Giving up and a role player for DeMar DeRozan. And now is that something that you would like to see in return? I wouldn't be mad at it depending on the role player, but I still of I'm still of the mindset is that you with what you give out, you have to get something in return to replace that. So if you're giving out scoring, what are you getting to replace that? Are you getting multiple guys that can kind of fill in and fill that thing out? Or are you just getting one guy who's a huge question mark? You know what I'm saying? Because you still wanna you still want guys on the floor that can go ahead and build this thing out. You don't want to. You don't want to just take all the all your your key guys away and then replace it with a bunch of guys who we still have to develop, who we still have to put together. You know who we still have to patch up. Like I'm willing to work with young guys to see them improve, but right now it's a bit shaky for me when it comes to player development uh, in the Chicago Bulls uh, organization. But the new player development coach in Patton, if I'm saying his name right, he has a reputation of improving three-point shooting amongst players. The Bulls brought him in, so we're going to see what it turns out to be. But 
In the end, I think that DeMar DeRozan trade value is maybe a player and a couple picks. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it's going to be some crazy haul as if you were trading for Zach Levine. You know what I'm saying? In in close comparison to that. So there you have it, man. Appreciate you, R-Dub, for sending that in right there. I'm glad we was able to chop it up this morning. Make sure y'all go ahead and hit the like button. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't done so already. Make sure you hit the comment box below. Let me know what you think. DeMar DeRozan's trade value is if the Bulls were to go that way. Right now, as it stands, at least for me, nephew Bobby, I say a player and maybe a couple picks. Y'all let me know what y'all think his trade value is down below because some people think he the best player on the team. So y'all let me know what y'all think his trade value is. If you want to be a part of any mailbag episodes like this one right here, you can send a text message in, text message in or call in and leave a voicemail at 773-242-9219. It's another episode of Shy Boys Podcast. I'm Bobby. I'm going to catch y'all on the next. Come on, yeah.